Welcome to Community Cocktails with Kimberly, hosted by Kimberly Woodard, a realtor who's been selling homes in North Texas with more than 21 years of experience. Join her every first and third Wednesday of the month as she meets with top community leaders, local businesses, and real estate industry experts to help you get to know the area you want to call home. Don't just love your home, love your community. And now your host, Kimberly Woodard. Welcome viewers to this episode of Community Cocktails with Kimberly. This is such a treat um, and you are going to love this episode because I have two longstanding um, businessmen in Plano um, that have been in business there for over three decades each. And so welcome Henry of Henry's Homemade Ice Cream and Hirsch with um, Hirsch's Meat Market. Welcome to well, we're glad to be here. <laughs> Thank you for having us. So one interesting fact that you guys mentioned is that back 30 years ago, a little, you know, a little over back in 1992, you guys started on the same day. We did. That's crazy. It did. So tell me about that. Back uh, 30 years ago, do you remember that first day of opening your doors? We do. <laughs> Very well. Yeah. Um, so I was in retail ever since I was 16. Okay. And uh, my mentor years ago up in Michigan said, look, Flash, if you decide to stay in retail, you have to understand something. People don't have to buy a new car every day. They don't have to buy a new right. pair of jeans every day, but they like to eat every day. So if you stay in retail, can't promise you ever get wealthy, but you'll always have a job because people like to eat every single day. That resonated with me. So, of course, back then I was working with family, grocery stores, mm -hmm. meat markets, and finally moved to Texas and wanted to open a meat market, but I didn't know the Texas market. So I went to work for a chain for 13 years, mm -hmm. which was great experience. And then one day our chain got bought out and they said, don't worry, nothing's going to change. <laughs> well, the next day, you know, everything changed. Right. And I was already in the process of buying equipment, putting storage and all, all that. So then it it made sense. Okay, now's the time. That's when you take that leap of faith. I already had a, yeah. a broker. Yes. They helped me find a location. Yeah. And it all went from there. And the first day, I remember getting, I spent the entire night there, the day before we opened, making sausage, filling the counters, yeah. getting it all ready. And then nine o'clock comes time to open up the door. And I'm, all right, let's go. And I see people walk up to the door and kind of look in and walk away. I'm going, what the heck's going on? <laughs> see, this went on for several people. I go up to the door, <laughs> didn't unlock the front door. <laughs> so, wow. Oh, wow. So, and then the story just continues. It wasn't always easy. Yeah. The first couple it's years. Tough. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. first year I was ready to bail out. My accountant sat me down. Another great professional uh -huh. said, no. No, you're not. You're doing everything right. I've worked with many, many small businesses, mm -hmm. and your numbers are proceeding the way they should. Yeah. Now, as a matter of fact, you need to hire a manager. <laughs> I'm like, what are you nuts? <laughs> I'm not even paying myself. He says, no, you don't understand. You get someone to run this place inside, you can get out and bring business in. Within three months, it worked. Wow. Wow. So I love, I love that. That's inspiring to a lot of these um, small business owners that or people that are looking at possibly getting into opening their own small business right. so yeah well gary and i were both in it for the long run as you can tell <laughs> yes. but we really were since the beginning because we build sales 
upon building sales upon building sales. Yeah. So that was our philosophy. And we know in the beginning, it was going to be very difficult, right? very difficult to get your business rolling because no one knows who you are. I'm this young kid called Henry with Henry's ice cream. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, who's this new kid coming in to compete with Bluebell, a Texas company. Right. Well, I quickly told them that I was a Texas company <laughs> chartered in Texas, <laughs> etc. There you go. So basically what we've done is, uh, oh, we put our hats on and we got busy. Oh, so much I love it. I didn't have a cowboy hat because I didn't know they take it so seriously. So I got myself an ice cream hat. Well, there you go. So I started retailing and wholesaling. I came to Texas actually as a wholesaler. Okay. I wanted to sell to hotels, restaurants, pizza shops, ice cream stores, and anybody that would buy from me. Yeah. So uh, I started that way, and I also had the retail shop where we could sell cups, cones, banana splits uh, out the front door because people were always knocking and wanted yeah. to taste the ice cream. And um, the, it, the Metroplex welcomed me. I was astonished. You know, right away, I had 17 restaurants, right. and I had 38, and I had 58. And there were some very helpful people along the way. I think Gary will agree with me. Yep, absolutely. Um, you you have to surround yourself with other professionals right. yes. that know more about parts of your business you don't know much about. Right. Definitely. Like, I don't know anything about accounting. So. <laughs> yeah. No. Same thing. We just, I know if I kept ringing the sales, yep. something would come something out the would bottom click. <laughs> net income. And I, I should tell you this right up front. The favorite part of my job, go into the bank. I love going to the bank every day. True. Gary, how about you? True. What's your uh, favorite part? What's my favorite part? Um, you know what? My favorite part is when I walk in, I've walked in a house with a client and they look at me and they're like, this is it. They don't even have to like go much further than that first step. And it's just a feeling. It doesn't matter. And I'll be honest that that happened to me um, too. And sure. um, on both, both my homes, I walked in the house. I, you know, I remember calling my other son was with me, calling um, my husband saying, um, by the way, I don't know if you're going to see this house, but we're buying it. <laughs> and... Um, but the same experience I told my clients, you will get that experience. And when they do, they're like, you were right. Mm -hmm. And I love that. So, but well, let's talk about, you guys have seen so much in Plano that's oh, changed. And how have you guys with your businesses kept up with the changes? I mean, we've had such growth in our city um, and new people coming and sure. getting your word out because you guys are local landmarks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, well we, good. When, well, I remember okay. when I was looking for a location with my broker yeah. and this broker explained to me, this is the second busiest intersection in Plano. Yeah. In Plano, yeah. and, and being a realtor, being right. a broker, they knew what was going on down a few years. Right. So this, this place is booming. Yeah. So that's what that was a big uh, factor in us deciding Plano, and it worked really well because we're still in a great area. Plano is still uh, economically such a force, and people, yeah. even now that so-called COVID's over, right. People are now back out eating or traveling. I okay. mean, they have the money in our area. So, man, that's, that's a great place to be. A lot of rooftops. 
There right. are a lot of rooftops. <laughs> Definitely. And that's what I'm all about, customer counts. When, yeah. when I came to Plano in 1992, there were only 80,000 people here. And I said to myself, I got to get this customer count up to 300,000 people for me to be successful. Right. So early on, we made the uh, Viagra Sorbet. And I think that went over fantastic because the population increased every year since I've been here. Wow. Love it. Yeah. Well, I remember growing up and um, I'll age myself, um, but I remember where your one location was and it just happened to be next to my dance studio. But it was so convenient. You know, you had all these little, um, these girls that were like dancing for hours. And of course they went sure. <laughs> some yeah. sugar high. Yeah. <laughs> Their parents had to give it to them. <laughs> so, but no, you know, and changing and both of you guys have changed locations during the time as Couple well. Times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So just based on the needs and everything. Yeah. So and growth. Yeah. You need growth more space. And, and, yeah. 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 So, and I think it's remarkable with, you know, too, but still staying kind of within the same, you know, center mm -hmm. part of Plano, sure. um, you know, kind of still like you're still close to where you guys were. You didn't go too far from that. Right. Right. So I love that. And um, so let's talk about, I also like about that both of you guys, you know, no, you have um, Hershey's um, hot dogs at your, yep. um, and then you sell some of this ice, ice cream. cream. Right. I love the partnerships. Let's talk about that. Now how, I mean, and how did you guys meet too? I mean, you guys obviously started on the first day and. Okay, well, first time I met Henry, I didn't know Henry oh. and I didn't know, I just, Gary. Fairview Farms, this little yeah. ice cream place. It was oh. a, a unusual Sunday. Okay. I was off. Wife and I went to see Fairview Farms. There's this ice cream place. Yeah. Go in there and order our ice cream. This, this tall teenage kid comes out dark hair. <laughs> dark hair and scoops us our ice cream. And I remember walking out distinctively eating this ice cream. I look at my wife, I go, you know, it's kind of pricey, but boy, is that good. Yeah. And I didn't know that didn't down know the road you. until oh, wow. I got my business going and my best advice was join the chamber. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's where we met, Plano yeah. Chamber of Commerce. Wonderful. That's correct. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Well, I love that. And that just adds to those that are looking to, you know, join or build a small business, join the chamber. Or so. networking groups, yeah. be around other professionals. Because if you want to be a successful business professional, you need to associate with others because the input that they give you is so helpful. Yeah. Right. And you don't know where to turn, what to do, who to see. Boom. Yeah. yeah. It's great. No. Well, let's talk about your individual stores um, and some of your favorite, you know, things that you sell. I mean, obviously there's an array of meats and, but what's kind of your favorite or what's, what do you see people come so frequently to get? Hmm. Jeez. I like his short ribs. <laughs> I also like his beef well, ribs. It, 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 uh, it varies from time of year, season to yeah. season, you know, what changes yeah. with the weather. Right. And of course, we offer specials like pretty much everybody does. And, right. and you try to capture the right specials at the right time to get, you know, draw people in. Definitely. And the payoff for us is when the people come back with something they've tried for the first time mm -hmm. and they brag about right. it, uh, or they keep telling us, man, we tell all our friends, we tell all our friends, family, you got to go to Hershey, you got to do this. And they, you know, they'll invite them over for a meal and the people yeah. go, where'd you get this? And they'll tell them. You gotta go there because yep. 
the difference between what we do at, a, at our facility, our store, that's different from when I was in a change store, and, and it used to be good years ago when I was in the change, was personal customer service. Yes. You know, we're seeing everything now go to self-serve, mm -hmm. um, ring up your own groceries and all that. And I'm like, no, no, it's, yeah. people still need to know they're appreciated. Okay. And, and one thing we do at our store, you don't see at a lot of even the grocery stores, is we cut on the spot for our customers. Yep. Whatever special thing they want. Mm -hmm. And I've had them come in, so I was at this chain store, I needed this thing for my relat, they won't do it. Right. Wow. And I'm well, maybe they don't have real meat cutters. And unfortunately that's that's the way it is now. There aren't not any real meat cutters yeah. anymore because the chains years ago chased them off because they're going to prepackaged meats That's right. and all this. When got rid of machinery, yeah. said, ah, we just need someone that can cut a boneless ribeye and strip and throw it out on the counter. Wow. Well, and I love going, first of all, I always thought back in, the, in my childhood where I grew up in Florida, there was a little meat market. And when y'all opened up, it reminded me so much. And that was the other thing my mom was like, oh my gosh, this reminds me so much of the place that was in Florida. And she was so excited. And um, so she's obviously a frequent. Oh, yes, she, <laughs> she's in the other day. <laughs> so, um, but, um, you know, I love that you can go in. I'm, I have no knowledge of meats. I my son loves to cook and he'll be like, mom, I need this and this. I'm clueless. So I love that I can you know, say, this is what I need on the recipe. <laughs> can you get me what I need? And they just, you know, get it for you and cut it exactly what you need and get you all hooked up and you're ready to go. But I love the, I think the atmosphere of having that meat market versus, you know, again, the big chain stores where it is, it's designated. You've got experienced people that really know what um, your answers to your questions on. Yep. what you're looking for so so if you go to a chain store look at what kind of equipment they have because mm -hmm. in our store you'll see meat hooks because we have meat hanging yeah. back there in the window yes we're doing our dry aging so it's it, it's it's the real deal it's definitely the experience that you guys have to try <laughs> so let's talk about the ice cream which mm. the ice cream parlor experience so henry <laughs> how many different flavors of ice cream have you made we have made over a thousand different ice cream flavors wow. per year and it's easy to do because we actually listen to what chefs request and what yes. they want right they just don't want vanilla and chocolate anymore. They yeah. want chocolate ancho pepper or black raspberry with chocolate chips. Mm -hmm. And that's what we do. That's our segment that we've caught, got a niche in with chefs. A lot of my friends are chefs. Right. And we um, make exactly what they want, which is unheard of because most um, ice cream companies don't even answer the phone after three o'clock. Right. We answer it 24 hours. I answer it a lot because a lot of <laughs> chefs have my cell phone number. Um, I have immediate feedback with uh, if they want to text me an yeah. order or if they want to email it or fax it, whatever they want to do. We, we, we do what they want to do. And some still fax our, their orders. Now. Oh, wow. So we have about five faxers. Well, it's midnight and they yeah. just finish their shift and they're sitting there and they just write it on a piece of paper, paper. and they just put it in the machine and fax it. Yeah. And I'm stunned when I come in in the morning and there's an order that was yeah. faxed in. Uh, probably right. three times a week we get faxes. Wow. Well, hey, you take it but, how you get it. So whatever way, <laughs> all means. Well, what's your, I would say, I know what my favorite flavor is. 
<laughs> but what would you say is maybe some of your uh, it doesn't have to be yours, but some of your best, you know, oh, we, sellers. Uh, one of the best sellers is Texas Praline. We've made it for the state of Texas. Okay. Uh, we made it for the ceremony that was held, the governor's ball in Austin. They yeah. called us to bring the ice cream down. And I remember driving down there wow. in 06. Wow. And we were named ice cream uh, company for the state of Texas. The plaque is in our shop if Very you want to come cool. see it. Yes. Um, so I would say Texas Praline really put us on the map. And uh, the second would be cinnamon. We changed yes. over maybe 40 Mexican restaurants in one year. They were using bluebell vanilla. And I just said, why don't you try this? And it was a Mexican cinnamon and it was perfect. And I gave them all free tub to get started and they all loved it, reordered it. And that, that's how I got 40 accounts like overnight by and switching them out. That is truly my yeah, favorite. <laughs> You can put it on market. anything, apple pie. <laughs> it is the best. Cinnamon. I mean, it's fine just by those, itself. Those, those two. Those two. So, no, that, that is a definite, like I said, that's sure. our favorite in Thank that you. house. <laughs> it, goes, it doesn't last very long. No. <laughs> when you, Especially when you have, um, I, would, I would say, three boys in my house. Um, the um, oldest which is the, um, my husband, um, yeah. <laughs> it goes very quick. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, um, well, let's also talk about, you know, we've talked about, you know, advice you give to business owners. What are your plans for the future? So, you know, we are, we've gone out of COVID, thank goodness. I mean, <laughs> so now we really can look at, you know, the future and what are you guys, you know, looking to do maybe differently or, you know, stay up with our growing times. So, sure. who would like to? No, I, you know, right now things are going smoothly overall. Um, I remember when I first started here in Dallas area, mm -hmm. I worked at Simon David, the original Simon oh, wow. David. And that was a cool yes, store. Yes, that was a cool okay, store. Okay, it was a cool store. And the lesson I learned there is that I'm never going to be able to retire from a company because they won't let you. They'll kind of going to make right. sure you're not around. If you're there year 25, 26, <laughs> I could see the writing on the wall. So I knew that I would have to survive on my own if mm -hmm. I was going to have any control over my future. And that's another reason why I wanted to be in my own business. Mm -hmm. So here we are 30 years later. Mm -hmm. And yeah, is retirement down the road here? Probably, yeah, because, you know, I don't want to die standing there at my meat grinder. <laughs> that's not the way I want to go out. Be you know, so yeah, it's, it's in the back of my mind. So, yeah. you know, we'll look sometime at throwing a joint up for sale. Are you interested? Oh, you know how to we'll make talk. sausage? I'll teach we'll you. Talk. I'll teach you how to make sausage. That's the key. But yeah, you know, eventually, you know, you have to, you have to let go some point. Yeah. Okay. Gary still has the same enthusiasm as when I met him a long, long time that. ago, 30 some years ago. And uh, I think I do too. Mm -hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. I, nobody gets up earlier than me to start. Uh, you know, I start at 4 a.m. Wow. Between 3.30 and 4 a.m. I hardly ever set an um, alarm. You just wake up? I just wake up. Wow. And I get to work, and I'm, I'm ready to roll. Of course, I'm exhausted by two. <laughs> but <laughs> Maybe you need some, you'll just some, get, get some sugar high at that ice cream. <laughs> so I, I, I just think you must present enthusiasm mm -hmm. as an owner of a company. And so that it's contagious, not only to your employees, 
uh, but to your vendors and they see that. They have confidence in you when they see that. Definitely. And if I, if I post to Facebook at 3.30 in the morning, uh, I get a lot of, what are you doing up? <laughs> or, and, and a lot of times I'll yeah. say, hey, I'm outside at 3.30 in the morning and standing yes. in front of my trucks. And we got to get these trucks moving. Uh, something like that yeah. at 3.30 in the morning. Well, hey, that's how I, so, I always say, uh, early risers, Enthusiasm get it done. <laughs> is a key for, yeah. for, for, in, for being an entrepreneur yeah. and really loving your product and the passion that it naturally comes from, mm -hmm. from it, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I have so much enjoyed. I'm going to put both the locations here on um, my podcast so then y'all can go visit. You have to go visit both places. Um, you can easily, they're only about, what, a mile from each other, give or take. Yeah, um, so you can, you know, go get your meat and go get your ice cream and okay. then you've got a meal to cook at home. Right. I've done that. <laughs> and so, um, you know, but if you haven't gone, go. If you have gone, thank you and keep going. Keep going. So, thank you. Well, right. here's to 2023. Oh, oh, I love 2023. Can you believe it? Cheers. Oh, cheers. To success. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple and Spotify, as well as Kimberly's YouTube channel. If you'd like to contact Kimberly directly, you can email her at KimberlyWoodard at Ebby.com or call 214-632-2092. We hope you enjoyed our guest this week. And remember, don't just love your home, love your community.